Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show is always presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. Every time we do these shows, he's a good one, man. He's the head baseball coach at Oak Creek. He's the president of the WBCA, Scott Holler. Coach, how you doing? Mike, I'm great. How you doing today? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day today, right? Uh, yeah, a little absolutely. bit cool. But... We had uh, had the Major League draft, draft this week, so that was exciting. I saw a couple of Wisconsin kids uh, go in the first five rounds, which obviously there was only five rounds this week, so that was fun. Uh, yep. The Vukovic, Vukovic from East Troy, and then uh, Jack Blomgren from... Uh, Janesville Craig, who played at Michigan the last three years, went to the Rockies. So, uh, yeah, exciting that's, stuff. That's really cool. And, and I want to, you know, I, I'm friends with uh, the Vukovic family. want to congratulate AJ and his mom and mm-hmm. dad and, and sister. It's a great family. Um, it really yeah. is. They, they support each other really well and gotten to know them the last couple of years quite a bit. And, uh, right. you know, now right. he's got to make that decision. Right? Yep. Is, is he going to go to Louisville? Is he going to go play, right. you know, baseball professionally? Fourth round, they may offer him quite a bit of money. Right. To, to, to right. Skip uh, yeah. College. And with a kid like AJ, who obviously has a fantastic opportunity to go to Louisville and play, um, and you know, compete for the College World Series for the next couple of years if he wants to. Right. My guess is, you know, the the way it works nowadays, where where the money is slotted. I I mean, I'm not in that room and I'm not in those conversations, obviously, but I gotta imagine they felt pretty confident that they were gonna be able to sign AJ uh, in order to take take him with that that fourth round pick. So you, you I wouldn't would, be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he got above the slot money. And uh, that's kind of already been worked out, I would imagine. Well, in talking to a few people, I kept waiting for the Chicago White Sox to pull that trigger. I kept thinking okay. maybe that was a team that, that was looking at him pretty hard. And, and sure. uh, I love the reaction. I watched it on Facebook yeah. and sister, and it was just great. It really was. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for, for helping set this, this show up. What we talked about a week ago and said, you know, 
we have got some unbelievable high school baseball coaches, some that are still coaching, some guys mm-hmm. who have, have, have stopped coaching, but the numbers of all-time career wins that they've had and the amount of baseball yeah. that they've been involved in is just off the charts. And, and yeah. uh, let me run down today's show because we've got – Five guys, and we were gonna. We tried to get six, but one of us playing golf today. Marty, Marty yeah, said I'd Marty. Love to be on it, but I'm. I'm, <laughs> we'll, I'm have to, we'll have to catch Marty. We'll have to catch Marty Paulson some other time because he is, and, he's wonderful to talk to, and uh, we'll see if we can get Marty later on. And we will do that. Our first guest, and and let me run down the show from at 10:30. Tom O'Connell. If you're in this neck of the woods in the state of Wisconsin, you know Tom. Uh, Coach St. Francis. Coach a number of places. And he is, uh, I think, number five or so on the list. Mm-hmm. He's got just under 600 wins as a coach. Jim Hughes from Franklin, who uh, you coached with. And, and, and Coach yeah, Hughes yeah, has was... been on our show. He's a good yeah. man. Looking forward to talking to him. He's on at 11 o'clock. 11.15, Rob Hamilton from Sun Prairie is going to join us. And 11.30, Mike Gregory from Edgerton. But our first guest, he is Jim Stroman. Um, he is from Pecatonica. Pretty close, yep. right? I huh? think you got it right. <laughs> I got it right. Coach Stroman, you got it right. Yeah, right on the button. No, no, uh, no, no problems with that. But only 587 wins, Coach. What's going on? Oh, glad to be here today. And uh, it's Pecatonica. If you look at the map, you will not find it. You won't find it on the map because it's a consolidated school district of Blanchardville and Hollandale. So it's it was named after the Pecatonica River that goes through both communities. So that's where it got its name. Well, Jim, I, I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and we're always looking for stories like that. So don't be surprised I end up at Pecatonica High School watching your boys play a little baseball. Well, my wife enjoys your show. She really does. So I told her I'd put a plug in for it. So she <laughs> enjoys watching your show. Well, Ted, hey, maybe she should have her husband next to her watching that show. Maybe that that's <laughs> well, how we I should do it. I do Not quite as much as she does, but I do watch it. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, um, Jim, can we talk a little bit about, about your background? And, you know, I read a bio um, on you that you put put in the Hall of Fame um, in, at college at Madison. And, and uh, it, it just was really well written. I thought, man, I didn't realize that she had graduated from Pecatonica High School and uh, playing multiple sports and doing a lot of things, and then going back uh, after you're getting your degree at lacrosse, going back and, and, and coaching there. You've coached at a few other places as well. But, you know, can we talk a little bit about growing up in that area and then getting a chance to come back and, and coach baseball there? Yeah. Um, Blancherville, uh is my hometown. Uh, I grew up on a farm. Um, so... Um, me and my cousins, which were our next-door neighbors, grew up just playing baseball, softball all together. We'd play at one, one house until dark and then play at the next night at the other place until dark. So I graduated in 72 from Pecatonica, which was the first year of Pecatonica High School. Graduated from lacrosse in 79. Came back in the spring of 1980 in the current 80 at that time, Jim Kinder asked if I wanted to be the head baseball coach. So that's how I started in 1980 as a head baseball coach back in my hometown. I was substitute teaching a little bit and got the job then. And then I've been the head coach from 80 to 93. 94, I did not coach for personal reasons. I came back in 95 until the present season 
Uh, so it's been uh, a great time for me coaching in my hometown with a lot of support from uh, the communities and uh, enjoy our baseball here. Hey, hey, Coach Scott Holler here uh, from Oak Creek. Thanks again for, for being on. And obviously I've um, gotten to know so many new coaches since getting more involved in WBCA over the last few years. And for those of our Milwaukee listeners that don't know, and um, Coach Stroman's been at Pecatonica. This would have been season number 40, um, a 733 winning percentage, which is just incredible, 587 and 214 record. Coach, can you talk a little bit about uh, Pecatonica baseball, obviously it's 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 a big part of that community. Uh, your record speaks for itself and, and the domination you've had in the in the Six Rivers East Conference. Can you talk about how it's changed and evolved a little bit since when you started 40 years ago? I mean, i got to imagine there's been some significant uh, changes um, over the years. If you just want to tell us a little bit about Pecatonica baseball from 40 years ago till today. Well, when I st- started in 1980... I guess uh, in comparing it to the current thing is uh, we played about 14, maybe 16 games in a season, and now it's 26. So okay. that's a big change, you know, wow. in that regard and in, in evolution there. So there was more time spent at practice, and now it seems like there's more games. Of course, in the spring, as you know, Scott, well, you came from the right. summer to the spring. Right. But Right. You know that there can be a lot of rescheduling due to the weather, and you can really, you know, games can really get backed up. Uh, it's been a tradition in Blancherville and in Hollandale. Both of them are big uh, communities in regards to baseball. Uh, I think part of the background is because of I don't know if you've ever heard of the the home talent league that is in the yeah. south, southwest south part. There's usually yes. like 35 to 40 teams, and it's adult uh, baseball league. So uh, kids that play in high school have the opportunity to play in that adult league, and I think that carries over. There's been numerous yeah. players from Pecatonica uh, that either play for Blancherville or Hollandale, the two communities on their home talent teams. And so it's been, it's been a very good, uh, strong tradition. The kids, you know, and... Um, the kids just like baseball, and uh, you know it's it's been something that uh, I've been real proud of the tradition that we've had and the consistency that we've had over the years since I started in 1980. So it's been it's been a really uh, an important aspect of uh, our communities. Absolutely. We're talking we're talking with Jim Stroman, a baseball coach at Pecatonica High School. He has. Uh, at least 587 is the the win total that I'm that I'm seeing online. It might be uh, more than that, but at this point I, I see 587. He has also um, coached uh, baseball, coached basketball, and football. He is uh, 2004 was inducted in the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Uh, he's done a lot of coaching in in his hometown at the high school that he graduated from, and. Uh, Coach, when when you when you think about coaching all three sports, did you did you do that um, at the same time? And like, were there years that you coached all three? Well, when I, I got a full time teaching job in 1983, and prior to that, I was just subbing and I was the head head 
baseball coach. I was assistant basketball, and I was a volunteer football coach. Wow. Well, when they hired me in 83, the last question in the interview was, and you will be the head football coach, too. Well, needless <laughs> to say, I wasn't going to say no to that. Nope. And so I became the head football coach, uh, oh, a very green football coach at that. And so I was head football, head baseball, assistant basketball. Well, then I took on the duties of also the athletic director in the 88-89 season. And I did that one year, and I decided I had to give up something. So I gave up coaching uh, basketball. So I did remain baseball, football, and AD up until uh, the 2006 season when I gave up being head football. I gave it up for a year, came back as an assistant when my former defensive coordinator became the head coach. And then I came back as an assistant for nine years. And then I've been the AD up until June 30th when I retire this year as the athletic director. So the only thing left that I'll be associated with the school, I'm still going to do uh, baseball. So that's been my greatest love. Hey, Jim, there, there's got to be days uh, that you were at the school about 5 a.m. and didn't leave till about 10 p.m. I mean, you've put a lot of sweat equity into that school, into that program, into the, the different sports programs. So certainly, congratulations um, for that. When 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 growing up, uh, you played all. I believe you played all three sports all the way through. Was baseball always the, the pure love for you? Yeah, because uh, if you look back in any of those old yearbooks, I wasn't the most physically imposing person in any of those yearbooks. <laughs> I was a pretty little guy. So, and as uh, Scott would attest, you can come in all. Uh, shapes right. and sizes when it comes to baseball, you know, football, basketball, but baseball was the thing that I had the most success in. Uh, I was a four-year starter in high school, but my freshman year, I was 5'4 and 110 pounds, so I was wow. I was a little guy. Uh, and so, but no, that was my uh, thing that, and as Scott would attest, you know, baseball is a big mental game, and that was a part of the game that I thought I was pretty good at when it came to uh, until my physical skills caught up, my mental part of the game was was my strong suit as a player. And so um, uh, I enjoyed just – and it, being a farm kid, uh, you're outside a lot. So baseball and football, the two sports that I coached the most, were outdoor sports that you had to deal with the elements. So nothing – Nothing against basketball, but they don't have to deal with the elements like baseball and right. football do. Right. Well, 36 years I coached basketball, so during the break, you and I will have that argument. No, I'm just kidding, Coach. You're right. You never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, some of the gyms here in Milwaukee do get a little windy, just so you know. But other than that, it's not <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, that's true. We're going to get to a break. On the other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. He's Jim Stroman. Um, he, look, when you talk about the sports um, in, at Pecatonica High School, um, he's the guy. He had coached all three. Um, baseball is his pure love, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about how hard it was for him and the seniors of this team uh, when when they, they realized that uh, there was not going to be baseball this year, and we'll talk to him about that on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Scott Holler. He's the head baseball coach at Oak Creek. We're talking to coaches uh, all over the state of Wisconsin today who have got a number of, of wins. Guys that are right up near the top of the all-time win list. And wanted to just kind of talk to them a little bit about some of the changes that have happened in baseball. And certainly if they're still presently coaching, talking to them how difficult this year has been for them. And, and, and we're talking, our first guest is Jim, Jim Stroman, head baseball coach at Pecatonica High School. Hey, Jim, how difficult for you, your staff, your community, and certainly the seniors on your team this year was with what's going on with them not playing baseball right now? How hard has this been for you guys? Well, uh, it's been disappointing for us as well as throughout the whole country in regards to uh, playing baseball. You know, it's, it came to a, an abrupt end. Um, we were really looking forward to the season this year. We were going to host uh, a D4 sectional for the first time at Pecatonica, so mm-hmm. we had made uh, uh, some big improvements in our uh, baseball facility, so that was disappointing. Uh, though we do get to host it next year, the WA rolled it back over again. And so, but I've been in uh, daily contact with my players um, each day. I'm a bit, I'm a big uh, daily quote guy, um, especially about the last 10 years of my coaching. And I always give the kids a quote at the beginning of practice, and then they'd have to repeat it back to me. I usually make it nice and short so I didn't have too much to remember. Uh, but I, I would send those back out, and I'll give you a quick story on the quote thing. Uh, one year I was giving quotes, and then I'd, I'd pick a kid to give the quote back because there was always three or four that were always good about uh, remembering it. Well, this one player put a Sharpie down his sock, and after the quote, which I didn't know, after we'd start practice, he'd write the quote on his wrist, so he knew the quote at the end of practice. So <laughs> That's a great story. Um, Smart boy. Yeah. Yes, yes, you guys, yes. And so Jim, been, you guys were coming up. Uh, Go ahead, Jim, sorry. Disappointed. Yeah, they've been disappointed, just like everybody else, uh, but they've dealt, it, dealt with it, and... Uh, we are going to try and play some in the month of July. Um, we play in a Babe Ruth league uh, in the past by age group, and so we're going to see if we can get some some games in for our younger players, and then hopefully uh, the seniors uh, can at least get some closure to their career. And Jim, you guys were five five straight conference championships and uh, heading for. Maybe number six. I know Barneveld is is a big uh, uh, rivalry up there in that conference. Is that correct? I think it was going to be you guys and Barneveld battling out again this year. Yep. Uh, and Argyle, which we co-op in a number of sports, was going to have a really nice team. They had a nice group of seniors. Barneveld uh-huh. had a really nice team, and we've been on a really good run, like you said, these past five years. Uh, yeah. Barneveld has been yeah. uh, our biggest rival, uh, and. Uh, we were looking forward to the season, and but uh, but uh, like I said, it was everything's been put on yeah. hold. So 
Yeah. But uh, no, I, we've we've had some really, as you know, Scott. You got to have good players, and we've had right. numerous good players. And uh, and then yep. the good thing about having those players, they pass it on down to right. the younger kids. And uh, I think that's been something that kids that have come as managers want to be like the varsity players. And so it's been a carryover kind of a tradition for us. No doubt. We're talking to Jim Stroman again, head baseball coach, Pecatonica High School. Hey, Jim, you've never spent this much time at home, I'm sure, right? Yeah, have you picked up any any new hobbies or anything now that you're not coaching right now? You know, I'm not... (laughs) I, I can't fix anything. My wife <laughs> does all the fixing around the house. That's she awesome. She says, don't touch it because you'll break it. So uh, I was going to, after retiring from athletic director, do a little bit more traveling, but that got put on hold. So uh, I do a lot of walking, uh, biking, uh, more reading now, of course. So, uh, But I do my social distancing, and so... We have to do our due part. So, yeah, uh, I was. My hobby was coaching, so uh, right. I kind of had to put that on hold. So, as we all have. So, looking towards some other things maybe here. So, we'll see. Well, be between the height, between the lack of height, between <laughs> not being able to fix anything around your house, and both being athletic directors, Jim. You and I got a lot more in common than I realized uh, before this conversation <laughs> started. So that's pretty good. Yeah, my, well, you, my Scott, wife doesn't you, let me touch anything either. I was going to say, hey guys, no. and I do, and I do a home improvement show here on the radio. So if <laughs> it you still doesn't any, help me, Mike. It, I listen it, to it. it. I still doesn't help me. <laughs> hey, it doesn't help me either. You know what? The three of us are identical. My wife always says, "What? No, 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 don't. Let's call somebody. What are you? Yeah, do, what call, are you thinking? Yeah. yeah, and I know I can't call Jim Stroman now, and I know I can't call you, Scott. So no, you can call. Yeah. Tom Holler, Julie, my wife, she knows. Call your dad. This is broken. <laughs> Call your dad. And my dad's the Mr. Fix-It, so he's hey, over all the time. Hey, Jim, can I ask you a yeah. question real quick about the youth program? Um, with the amount of success that you have had as a coach, and you just said to Scott, you got to have good players to do that. How involved are you in in any of the youth programs in and around uh, Pecatonica High School to make sure that, make sure that kids are, are playing baseball at an early age? Well, um, we have been, uh, the last few years, we have done like a Sunday night skills thing during our se- during the spring baseball season where my high school players and myself and coaches uh, work with the youth uh, at the school or outside, depending on the weather. And so mm-hmm. that brings a kid, you know, we teach them our throwing drills that the high school does. We go over our hitting techniques. So that's been our way of working with the youth, and uh, and that's, that's been a great. good thing. Uh, that way, uh, I think it exposes them to our high school program, and then a lot of those kids will be managers for me. And then a lot of those, you know, being my 40th year, uh, I have a lot of my former players that have had sons now that are coming through my program. Uh, last year, I had seven of my nine varsity players. I coached either their dad or had their mom as a student in high wow. school. So that tells That's you how great. long I've been around. 
And I think that's fantastic. Part of our reason for our success these last five years is a lot of my former players had sons playing, which brought that passion to Mm -hmm. playing and it carried over to their sons. I think that's been kind of a hidden thing that people didn't see. But as I look back at it, that carryover, that tradition of them playing for me, their dads and now their sons has has been a real big factor. Well, and Jim, and I, I know you won't say this, but obviously it, spe- it speaks to your character of the man, not only that you were when you started coaching, but that you continue to be that, that obviously these these dads now, your former players, have are able to instill that same sort of pride and, and dedication to Pecatonica baseball. So that says a lot about you, Jim. Well, thank you, Scott. Hey, hey Jim, really quickly before we get to a break, and, and, and I don't know... I'm sure it, it, at least at, at night when you're when you're reading or hanging out that that thinking about getting to 600 wins. There's only two guys in the state uh, that have ever gotten that many wins, and it, you, this would have been the year that you would have gone more than likely gone over the 600 mark. Um, have you thought about what it, what an unbelievable accomplishment that that would be if you could get there? Uh. A little bit, you know, but I, I guess I just don't look at it that way. I guess when I started in 1980, I didn't look at it. I'd be here 40 years later doing the same thing. But I, I got to give a lot of credit to the, the kids and the, and the parents and the communities for all their support over the years. And, you know, Scott would attest to this. You know, you have to have that support. It's just not a one-person job right. anymore. And it's just right. you need need all that integration amongst everybody there to make it work. The people behind the scenes that people don't realize, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're the one. I always uh, I had a story about uh, an iceberg, and you only see the tip of the iceberg. You see the coaches and the players. It's mm-hmm. those people underneath the surface of the water that are the foundation. You know, an iceberg is a lot bigger underneath the water than it is above, so... Um, That's great stuff. It's been uh, it's uh, been a really great ride for me, and I really appreciate everything that people have done for me. Well, that's awesome, Jim. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and and I can tell you that in the baseball circles that you know guys like Scott and and the people that I talk to, you know, you know your name comes up a lot on what a what a strong uh, man you are and how how. What a good ambassador you are for for the state of Wisconsin and high school baseball here. So I just really appreciate getting a chance to get you on for uh, a couple of segments. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of how-to books if you want to learn how to do some things at home, painting and fixing cabinets. (laughs) You let me know. I'll send them out. First, I'll read them myself, and then I'll send them out to you. He is Jim Stroman, head baseball coach at Petkatonica High School. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your time, Coach. It's not how do it's honey do list. And I, I, I just want to thank you guys and the WBCA for all they've done. They're just a, a great, phenomenal organization with Scott and, and Mark Fuller and Joe Wade and Marty Paulson. Marty just calls me a young pup because he's had over 50 years. So, <laughs> right, uh, right. Well, right. Hey, well, hey, thanks Jim. so much, Jim. Hey, Mike. Yeah. And, you know, Mike, one last thing, Mike, 
feel free to come down to Blanchville and Hollandale and do a segment with your brother on on, uh, on your show. I'm putting a little plug in there, so feel you free know, to come you, down. Hey, and trust me, I'm the only McGivern, either the two of us, McGivern boy, that'll be talking baseball with you. He, uh, he, <laughs> okay. he's, not, he's not talking baseball with you, but I still, I'll sit all day and talk baseball. <laughs> and, Jim, following you right now is Tom O'Connell. He might be calling you a young pup as well, so he's been around for a while. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> I look, guys, all right, thanks, thank Jim. You. Take care, thank, buddy. Thanks, Jim. Jim Stroman from Pecatonica. We're going to get to a break. Tom O'Connell will join us on the other side. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I am Mike McGivern, Scott Holler, head baseball coach and athletic director and president of the WBCA is my co-host. Hey, Scott, boy, Jim Stroman, what a, uh, what a good ambassador for high school baseball in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, and when you and I talked about putting this show together, you know, and we, we obviously talked with Mark Fuller about who to have on as well, and you know, you talk about a legend, you know, not only in the state of Wisconsin, but obviously in his own community. Uh, I didn't know that story. I didn't know Jim was actually from Pecatonica. So just adds to the story. And, and obviously 40 years. I mean, it, it, to do that, what he's done and the consistency he's had at Pecatonica, um, having kids come through his program and now coaching their sons, it's it's a, a special relationship. And, and those are the, the feel-good stories you love to hear around the state. And, and Jim's one of the best. No doubt. And he's got 587 wins and right behind him, 581. And uh, coached at Milwaukee Pulaski, Burling Catholic Central, and St. Francis. Been a friend of the show. I've had him in studio a couple of times. Fellow Irishman, by the way. He is Tom O'Connell. Hey, Coach, how you been? Pretty good, Mike. How are you doing? Doing good. Hey, I really appreciate a, a couple of minutes of your time today. When, when uh, Scott and I came up with the idea to have a few guys on, that you know are near the top of the leaderboard when it comes to to uh, to wins in the state of Wisconsin and guys that have been around the game and are good ambassadors for high school baseball in the state. You know your name came up like right away, and uh, I just really appreciate everything you've done for for baseball, not only in in the state of Wisconsin but certainly mm-hmm. in, in in southeast Wisconsin. And and coach, I hate to start with. You know how you guys are doing now with with baseball being over for the year, but I'm wondering how you know you guys reacted to that, um, and and what what you've done now with all this time that you have for you know on your hands. First of all, Mike, thanks for those kind words. Very humbling coming from you, uh, and uh, enjoyed listening to Jim Strauman earlier. I was uh, hoping to follow Marty Paulson. And it was uh, sad to hear that he was uh, out on the golf course. And I first, I want to correct one thing you said. You said he was golfing. I've seen Marty play golf, and uh, <laughs> he was walking on the golf course this morning. Uh, and I, I was getting kind of tired of driving him anyway. He's he's always been a good leadoff hitter, punch it, dude. The guy. There you go. Uh, I'm glad I was following him because I've been. Runner, driving him in for years. Uh, great guy. Really missed uh, really Marty. He's uh, uh, we. One of my first games 
as an assistant coach, we played against Fond du Lac in Marty's first year of coaching. So wow. uh, we've known each other for a long, long time. Uh, getting back to your question, um, it, I, I cry every day <laughs> thinking, about, thinking about this spring. Uh, we had a great group of guys, a great group of seniors, uh, had two great, probably the best captains I think I would have ever had in all the years oh. of coaching. Boy, Ishmael Gisardo well. and Owen Daly, uh, and we just didn't have a season. And uh, uh, I don't know how we would have done win loss wise, but we had this was probably the best group of guys with character that I've had in a long, long time. Um, well. And so uh, I just miss not having played this this year. Um, this would have been my 51st year, and uh, I was thinking it might be my last. But now that this happened. Uh, I, right. I can't end this way, so we no. have to keep going. Hey, hey, Coach, if I can follow up with a question. You know, when, when sure. I had you in studio a couple years ago, Coach O'Connell, you know, it's, uh, baseball at St. Francis High School, um, it, 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 you said, look, it's difficult to get these kids to understand the importance. We're getting kids sometimes that are coming out as freshmen who had, who had not played baseball before, different than what has happened in the past at some of the teams and schools that I coached at. But it seems to me that 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 you've turned the corner a little bit, where where now kids are 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 coming to play baseball a little bit more prepared and understanding that baseball is kind of a cool sport to play at St. Francis again, right? That's true, and uh, that's why one of the reasons I was really looking forward to this year because we really changed the. I think we turned the corner a little bit as far as culture, and. Uh, and just the the whole pre- preparedness and approach to baseball that, that that goes on in the school and community. Well, and Coach Scott Holler here. Thanks again for joining Good us. Scott. And I'll just add to that. You know, obviously having you and and you know Dick Sykes um, helping you out over there at, at St. Francis, another Hall of Famer. You know, one thing I want our listeners to know, and and Mike, I'm sure you've talked to Tom about this in the past, but Tom's one of only uh, two. Uh, 24 total high school coaches that are in the ABCA, the American Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. And he's been the president, not only of the WBCA in the past, but also the ABCA. And uh, we're, we're lucky. We got Tom O'Connell and, and Mark Fuller, um, two members of the ABCA Hall of Fame. And um, Tom, do you want to touch just real quick? I know it might get us off topic a little bit. How, how your involvement in the ABCA came to be so strong? I know you Obviously, I see you up there on stage every year, uh, one way or another. Uh, when did that come into play in your in your coaching career, getting so involved with the ABCA? Kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, 1973, the ABCA convention was in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, I was an assistant coach at the time. My head coach came up to me and said, hey, there's this clinic down in Chicago. You want to go? I said, oh, sure, let's go. And it was, uh, I, I think it was Friday night. It happened to be one of the biggest blizzards, I think, that ever hit Milwaukee. It took us okay. about four hours to drive to Chicago. We got down there. There was nobody there except for maybe 200 people. So I got to meet people like Ted Williams, Pete Rose, uh, wow. uh, Bob Euchre, people of this nature who were there, who were speakers. And, and uh, sure. somehow I got, to, to, got involved with Les Miller, who was the treasurer of the organization. And he got me, he kept pushing me to get involved. Okay. And in the administration of it and running the high school division, and that's how it all started. 
Okay. And about six years later, I took over the high school division of the organization and later became force vice president, and the rest is, uh, I guess, yeah. history. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's, also... it's awesome. Sorry, it's awesome yeah. for us, obviously, to have your representation and, and your influence, um, you know, at that level for the state of Wisconsin and, and, and Mark, uh, you know, Mark Fuller as well. So um, just thank you for all your efforts you've done on our behalf uh, with that organization. Yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed every moment of it, Scott. And uh, my history with Mark goes back a long way as well. Uh, Mark used to work for me with, at the hitters camp up in River Falls. And okay. uh, he's been just a, a fantastic person to take over. I ran the clinics for right. the first 20, so after, I don't yep, know, maybe. I remember him 19, telling me that. He took it until Mark took over, and Mark's just been, done a fantastic job of of evolving and the clinics become even better and and i, I guess uh, I, he's done so much better work than i have at, at running the clinics that now uh, we're very fiscally solvent and i'm sure you know about all that and uh, i think it's one of the, it's probably one of the biggest high school clinics in the united states yeah yep I would agree. yeah that's that's awesome we're going to get to a break other side of the break um tom i want to talk to you a little bit about uh yeah, the Lefty Gomez Award, uh, that, that's your, the 2020 ABCA Lefty Gomez Award, and um, it was uh, announced in August of 2019 uh, that, that you're winning that award this year, and talk a little bit about that, and then I want to talk a little bit more about, obviously, the high school scene here, and, and you know, what if, if you think that we can bounce back a little bit from, from losing a year like this, and, and I'm sure that we can, but I'm... I'm hoping these kids are going to get a chance to still play a little bit of baseball uh, this summer, and I'll ask you a little bit about that on the other side of the break. He's Tom O'Connell, been coaching in this area for a long time. He was at Pulaski High School. Um, his teams won more games than any sport in school history, and then he became the head baseball coach at Catholic Central, where they had won five uh, state championships, 2004, 5, 8, 10, and 11, and uh Boy, he's uh, a lot of wins, over 500, really close to 600 wins total. And uh, if you if you know anything about baseball here in this area, Tom O'Connell is a guy that you know. And we'll talk to him for one more segment on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek High School. And our guest, Tom O'Connell. I'll tell you, if, if you don't understand what baseball has meant to this man in his life, take a, you know just take a listen. Three Hall of Fames, the ABC Hall of Fame, the old-time baseball players Hall of Fame in Milwaukee, and the WBCA Hall of Fame. He is uh, an author of three books when it comes to, to baseball, one of them coaching youth baseball, and most recently, play ball 100 baseball practice games. He's been a scout for the Reds, the Dodgers, the Phillies. Um, he's an active member of the Society of American Baseball Research. He's just done. Baseball has been, you know, obviously a very big part of, of his life. Um, Tom, can I ask you, over the years, 
how much has the game of baseball changed? You know, some people say, look, baseball is pretty much the same as it was years ago, but I, I think there's a lot of differences if you really watch the game. Do you agree with that? Well, I think the game's changed tremendously. Uh, yeah, me too. In, in the state of Wisconsin, I think the WBCA has had a lot to do with that. Um, the clinics, uh, I think coaches, the WBCA is, I think, directly responsible for the for the for the better coaching that's going on in the state of Wisconsin. When I started coaching, uh, everything was old school. Uh, you do things my way or the highway kind of thing. And mm-hmm. coaches now are, are are really tuned into the cutting edge of stuff, and, and they learn it each year at the, at the WBCA convention. Um, I'm proud of what I was able to start there, and I'm, I'm just really happy about the the, the the direction that the association has taken baseball in this state. You know, I just want to add, I'll add one thing there. This was kind of a, a great memory for me. I'll never forget this. Um, in 2006, just before the start of the season, I get a call um, at home, and it's, and it's Tom O'Connell. And I had, the only, my only other experience with Tom O'Connell was, <laughs> my only other experience, my only other experience with Tom prior to this phone call in 2006 was back in, and he probably remembers this, I just got a text from Joel Parr and he told me to coach to, to bring this up. In 2000, uh, 2002, I think it was 2000, we're playing, uh, Coach Parr and I were at Racine Prairie, uh, we had 10 kids in our program. And we're playing we're playing Burlington Catholic Central, and they got a kid by the name of Ryan Gehring on the mound, big lefty yeah. who was ended up getting drafted. And we we struck out 21 times. Ryan Gehring threw a complete game, uh, no hitter with uh, with 21 strikeouts. And the next morning, Coach Parr Coach Parr shows up to practice, and he's got a big smile on his face, and he sh- hands me the paper, and he says, "Look, we made the USA today." I said, what? There's a section in the USA Today about Ryan Gehring throwing a perfect game with 21 strikeouts against the Prairie School down in Racine. But anyway, so that was my only experience with, with Coach O'Connell, obviously being an assistant to Joel Parr. And then he calls me in 2006, and he says, Scott, he goes, your Oak Creek squad's just coming off their third straight state championship. I want to know how you motivated them uh, last year to go after that third straight because my Burlington Catholic team is trying to do the same thing. And I'm like... I'm speechless. I'm like, what? What? Wait, what's going on? Tom O'Connell, who I've obviously known from the clinics and coaching against him, he's asking me. I'm 25 years old. He's asking me what I did to motivate my team. So, Tom, Tom is right in in how the game has, you know, for for a guy like him and and his stature to call to call a kid like me at the time. Um, that that res, that resonates through the WBCA with all of us um, in terms of. The, the communication and the sharing of philosophies and and uh, Tom had a lot about building that you know that rapport that exists today. Well, thanks, Scott. I appreciate that. Uh, Brian Gehring was a fantastic pitcher. I always enjoyed playing uh, Joel Parr's teams at Prairie and uh, and mm-hmm. later after that Lutheran Prairie with Bob Mollett's yep. coaching. I mean, those yep. were we played every year. I didn't care how good they were, or how bad we were. We still play them now at St. Francis. I mean, right. that's just uh, one of my favorite things to do. Yep. Hey, hey, Tom, have you been in contact with, with uh, Coach Malowitz, by the way? I had been until the, the virus hit. Uh, yes. I've been trying to visit him about once a month. He's he's uh, living in an assisted living facility in Racine. Uh, one of my favorite people. We used to have great times exchanging lineups and at home plate. Uh, we 
he went to Francis Jordan, as you know, and yes. uh, I went to Don Bosco and uh, actually was in school with his football coach from Jordan, Phil Decker. And, uh, and, uh, we just, uh, you know, nitpick each other about each other's school. <laughs> Man, uh, well, you know, Coach Malowitz for a long time, and, and I haven't heard from him, uh, like you haven't for a couple of months, but he was, he's a big listener to this show. And, um, oh, not, not a better, right not, not a better man out there than, than no, Malowitz. He will tell you about in the first two minutes that he went to Francis Jordan. He was proud of going to Francis Jordan. All of his buddies are Francis Jordan guys, and my brothers went to Francis Jordan with him. And and uh, I watched uh, I watched him coach a little bit, and certainly have talked to him a lot. And if you talk to him before I do, Tom, please tell him. You know, I'm praying for him, and and uh, I certainly I miss talking to to him quite a bit. Hey Tom, when you, when you we started yeah. this this segment or the first segment that we had you on, and you said, "Look, 51 years, this might have been my last year." Um, you know, certainly now you can't go out this way, and and I'm glad to hear you say that because it it baseball loses something the day that you retire. Um, do you th- do you think you can just retire and walk away from it one day? No. No, but I say that at once, so I'll make my wife happy. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> she, so she was listening to the first segment we had, John, but she's not listening probably. anymore. That's now. good. She goes to the state sales. I think she may have taken off for one right now. So. Man, that That's beautiful. Man, I can't thank you enough, Tom. I, I really can't. And, and all the things that, that you've done. You know, Scott, when you told that story, um, that doesn't surprise me. I always find that the guys that have had the biggest impact and have had the most success in in the sports that they're coaching, their pride level is is nowhere near where people you know that haven't right. had the kind of success they've had is at. Right. And they're willing to call a 25 year old coach to say, Hey, look, let me ask you how you did this because I'm I'm going through this and my kids might be struggling, yep. or can you give me some tips on this? I love the fact that he did that. Well, and that's how you, you know, that's how you you become, you know, the Lefty Gomez Award winner, you know, <laughs> that that Tom received this year oh, at the was, ABCA. So, that was humbling. Tom, why don't you talk? A, yeah, can you talk real quick? I know we I know we only got a few minutes. Can you talk a little bit about that award? Because obviously it's very yeah, special. I don't, know, I don't know how many people out there know much about that award. It's the highest award that the uh, in probably in amateur baseball, um, right? And it. It's given to someone who's done a lot of work with uh, baseball internationally, nationally, locally, whatever. I've been involved in international baseball for about 20, well, actually close to 30 years now. And uh, I was just, the experience of just seeing the neatest thing about, you know, besides winning, I didn't really, I didn't really realize it was, I was up at the dais, you know, sitting down, getting ready to eat, and I said, hey, this is really happening. I didn't believe it before that. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, how, how, how did I get this? But the neatest thing about the whole award was sitting up in the head table, uh, sitting next to Lefty's daughter, Vernona Gomez, and she's just such wow. a wonderful lady and telling stories, you know, and listening to, to listening to these stories she told about her dad. And I got to know her dad a little bit. Her, if you don't know who Lefty Gomez was, after he finished, he was a pretty good pitcher, more than a pretty good pitcher. But right. after he finished playing, he, he was known. He was a great banquet speaker, and he was so funny. And 
to know him. He used to do a banquet each year at the Illinois High School Baseball Coaches Association Clinic, and he would be their banquet speaker. I got to know him down there at, at that. And so, you know, sitting next to his daughter and sharing these stories was just fantastic. And and just the whole, you know, all the 600 people in the audience and just being out there, and uh, it was amazing. Great experience. Tom, well, well congratulations. Deserved. Yeah, on that. And like you said, uh, Coach, really well-deserved. I really appreciate a couple of segments, uh, Tom. Look forward to getting you back in studio one day when we can we can do that. And, uh, man, I appreciate it. He is Tom O'Connell, head baseball. Or he's part of the St. Francis program. They will never tell me who the head baseball coach at St. Francis is. It's but... that we call it freaking frack. Uh... Yeah, they're freaking frack, <laughs> man. It was so fun to get those two boys in studio. That was a yeah. quick show. Again, Tom O'Connell, he is, uh, when he, he comes to high school baseball in this area, and now certainly throughout the country, uh, they know that name. So, Tom, thanks a lot, and have a good weekend. Hey, you too. Have a great show. Right, thanks. You, thanks, We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Jim Hughes, head baseball coach, retired now, but from Franklin, um, and certainly all kinds of wins behind his name. I'll tell you that he has uh, yeah. been coach. He had been coaching at Franklin for a really long time, and I look forward to having him on next. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. He is the president of the WBCA, head baseball coach at Oak Creek, and uh, he knows our next guest, Jim Hughes. Hey, Scott, did you guys coach together? Did you coach for him? Yeah, yeah, I was Jim's assistant um, for two years. Uh, I, I had been the freshman coach at Oak Creek for four years, and at the time our freshman team was an unpaid position. And Jim had an opening on his staff, and Peter Dooley, who was the head coach at Oak Creek at the time, told me, he goes, you got to go, you got to go learn from, from Jim, he's a legend. And uh, I went over there for a couple years, and then uh, the Oak Creek varsity job opened back up. So, But yeah, 2003 and 2004, I uh, learned a lot from Jim, and it was a very... Uh, humbling experience to get to work with him. Hey, Coach, how have you been? Everything going okay? Oh, everything's fine. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, man, when we're going to have a show that we talk about some of the winningest coaches in baseball state of Wisconsin history. We can't do a show without you, Coach. You know, you're, you're the one. one that you're number one, and you're the guy that uh, is leading the pack with with that. And um, wondering how how is retirement from baseball going for you? Well, it's a little slow now without games, and yep. I don't really know how I'd feel about missing baseball because there was no season. So I guess uh, I'm postponing my feelings until next year, <laughs> and hey, I do, hope do you, the Brewers start playing so I can watch them. Hey, Jim, would you have gone out to watch some high school baseball this year if they were playing? I'd have been at every Franklin game. You would have yeah. been? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I reti- I retired from Martin Luther, um, and I did go to I did go to s- some games. That first game I went to was a little bit a little bit awkward the first couple of minutes, and then after that it was it was good, and I cheered, and I was so proud of those kids that that I had coached the year before. Um, and but it, it took me I had to make that decision because I didn't know if I was going to walk into a game and then go, what have I done? I can't believe I'm not coaching again. Um, but it worked out really well. And, and that's cool to, to hear that that you were going to be at at uh, at every game. Um, Coach, the decision for you to retire, was that a decision that was difficult for you? Oh, yeah. I spent uh, three or four of my last years thinking about it uh, each year, and I just I realized uh, that it was probably time. There were some things I couldn't do that I used to be able to do, uh, you know, moving equipment around and things like that. It, it got to be uh, somewhat of a task. Um, I've had a few health problems uh with some stents put in and so on. So I, I thought this was a good time. And I have a grandson playing at lacrosse, and uh, I got to see a couple of his games today before they shut down uh, this year. But, um, you know, so I, I want to spend some time uh, seeing him finish his career there. And also I'll, I'll be at as many Franklin games as I can get to whenever he's not playing. Hey, Scott, uh, I, I would assume the amount that you could learn uh, from being on the bench for the guy, you know, like Jim Hughes, and for two years to, to watch how he goes about his business as a head baseball coach and a guy that's the all-time winningest, you know, mm-hmm. coach in, in, in Wisconsin State history, the, the, the two years must have been just like a, a lesson plan for you. Yeah, they were, they were invaluable. I mean, and, and Jim knows this, and I've told him this before, but a lot of what I now do – at Oak Creek, um, I'm, I modeled a lot after what I learned from Jim. Um, per, the best, um, as you know, Mike, when you're the head coach, there's a lot of general manager duties that you have. And a lot of times throughout the year, you feel more like a general manager. And then when the games actually happen, you're actually excited to be the coach and not the GM anymore. Sure. The, yep. the general manager stuff um, that I learned from Jim and then the in-game uh, ability to manage a game. And he was always talking to me about that. He was always talking. Brian Horn was with us that first year, too, who's gone on to be a great coach himself um, down in Burlington as an assistant. And um, I, I just learned so much from Jim about taking pride. And, and you always – I played at Oak Creek, so I played against Jim's team. And obviously I had friends from Franklin and new guys from Franklin. But um, even after I was done coaching with Jim, I continued to learn from him. Him and I would always ride together to our greater metro – um, meetings and things. We were kind of the outcasts of. We were the SEC schools that were playing in the Greater Metro, and I'll look back and I'll forever cherish, you know, those those rides, those car rides with him, and the conversations we had. We well, we talked about everything, life, baseball, and you name it. And he's still a great friend of mine today. Well, Scott and and Jim, you guys understand that that you guys are really different because there's not many coaches from Old Creek and Franklin that get along very well. No, you, you no, know, that's yeah, quite the rival. <laughs> that's quite the rivalry. It's pretty good no. that a couple of baseball guys can, can do that. Jim, I got to ask you this after all of these games and, and, and I know for me, I can tell you, you know, the five toughest losses I've ever had as, as a basketball coach, I can't tell you much about many of the wins, but some of the losses really stick with you. And I'm wondering for you, 
Um, are you the same where, where you still remember more about the losses than the wins? Um, no, I'd say I'm a little more on the positive side. I probably remember the wins uh, more than the losses. Uh, Good for you. The, the, the last game we that I coached, I do remember that one. Uh, mm-hmm. That was somewhat memorable. Um, but, no, that just, kind of, you know, I, I usually I think a lot about a game for about a day, and then and then I move on to the next one. So I, I was never one to sit on the, the losses, what could have been or should have been or whatever. I still remember, Jim, we would talk a lot. You, we'd call and we'd talk about lineups, and I know you and Coach Tobble, who was another great mentor of mine, I mean, you, you were always thinking baseball, always talking baseball. Oh, yeah. Anytime you can talk baseball, I, I'm in. Just count me in. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just fun to, to uh, be able to express uh, my thoughts on it and and learn some things from other people as well. You, uh, I always thought coaching was a combination of you know what you felt for a philosophy and then what you learned from others. I mean, I started out with Chuck Billick, with Charlie Billick, and mm-hmm. I I remember playing against his teams in high school, and he was always successful. So the right. The year, I only got to spend one year with him because he passed away, but uh, that was invaluable. I learned quite a bit uh, from him. I, I was very fortunate when I started out. I've told other people this. I was at Milwaukee, Washington, and there were just a ton of, you know, coaches there, Hall of Fame coaches, uh, Bill Posinski in football, Clyde Rusk in basketball, Ike Reel in tennis. Boy. Uh, Bob Spicuza in wrestling. I was surrounded by people, and of course, Charlie Billick. So I got, you know, I I got to learn a lot just watching and listening uh, to others coach before I got in. But, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful for that opportunity. 938 victories as a high school baseball coach. The, uh, The field over at Franklin. It's the Jim Hughes Field where the Franklin Sabres uh, play their baseball games and some state championships at 2010-2011. He is a guy that has seen more high school baseball and certainly has more wins than any coach in uh, in state baseball uh, history. Hey, Jim, when when uh, you look at that Franklin program and you look at a couple of the other sports, you know, football for sure, basketball has had some really good years. Um, does it surprise you that in the community of Franklin that that sports and that at that high school they've had so much success over, you know, the, the years and, and the change with the amount of people now that are trying to get into Franklin to be part of that that school system? Um, it, it just seems like sports has really taken off here the last 15, 20 years over there. Yeah, I think, uh, well, Lewis Brown lives across the street from me, yeah. head football coach. Uh, he's a heck of a coach. And oh, really good. Part of his yep. success has been he's kept together a, a, a staff. You know, my son mm-hmm. uh, Buck worked for him, and he's had, he's had some really good uh, assistant coaches, just as I have. I think that's part of it. Uh, the basketball program starting to come around a little bit uh, as well. I just think uh, Franklin's a growing community. It's getting larger, and once you have more kids, you have more to select from. And 
and uh, so on. We we had a pretty good streak in baseball in the 90s. Uh, we won seven consecutive conference championships, and uh, I think that propelled us a little bit. That that got things started mm-hmm. uh, for us and for the for the entire school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember. I remember Jim handed me the the year. He he does a yearbook every year. Um, you know that he gives to the players, and it's got all the records in there. And I remember going through there in the early '90s, Jim, and you know it was like 44 and one, 45 <laughs> and two, 43 and one. I mean, it's like, oh my goodness. Like, I mean, it was just unbelievable. And you know, it, it, the talent, like you said, Jim, that you had, and the way you put it all together in the in the late '80s and '90s. And then it's just carried on, and I know I know you're excited about Coach Drobot taking over and continuing to do great things there, which I know he will. Oh yeah, um, Steve uh, certainly deserves the job, and I'm glad he got it. And I think he'll just keep things going there. I think when you have success, and, and Scott, you know this that you know you have to have some players. You're, yep. you're not going to win a state title or a conference title without players. Right. And then you've got to have a philosophy of what you, how you want to play the game and what you want to teach. And you've got to have kids that lock into that, that want to you know, right. do uh, what it is you're trying to pass on. Um, and then you have to have a coaching staff uh, that's going to work together and put it all together. And we were fortunate we had that combination of those things. Yep. Um, and that, that helped us. Yeah. Boy. Well, Jim, I, we really appreciate your time. And, and again, you know, we couldn't do a show like this where we're talking to coaches, high school baseball, some of the winningest coaches, without having the guy that has the most wins. 938 wins. You know, it just, uh, I'm not sure. Is that, who's right behind you? Do you know that, by the way? Um, no, no, I don't. Yeah, the only guy that I the only think, guy that uh, came close was O'Driscoll, and, and he was two hundred close. Yeah, yeah Timmy O'Driscoll. Yeah, one I kind of forgot about him because he retired. Yeah, quickly he was all. he was seven forty two, um, almost two hundred behind you, Jim, when what? he retired. Seven hundred forty two wins wow. for Tim O'Driscoll. That's the next closest guy to Jim. So. Well, you, you know, if we do a show ten years from now. And we got to talk about the about the winningest coaches. We're going to have to get Jim Hughes again. It's he's still, still going to be, be Jim Hughes. It's going to be Jim be. Hughes. Hey, Jim, <laughs> you know, thank you. You. Had, you had Tommy O'Connell on there. Um, Tom yeah. and I were assistant coaches in 72. Oh, I didn't he know that. Flosky and I was at Washington. That's when I first met him. He He's one of the first coaches I, I met and kind of, along with Murray Denmark, uh, kind of latched on to. And uh, that's awesome. You know, he became the head coach at Pulaski about a year after I became the head coach at uh, Washington. So we've been battling each other for years, and yeah, um, it's it's just uh, it's just fun to know that I got the opportunities I got, and uh, I'll cherish them forever. Jim, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time today. He is Jim Hughes. He's retired, but he'll always be known as, as uh, the winningest coach in, in the state of Wisconsin baseball history. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Rob Hamilton from Sun Prairie will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella. Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, I'm Mike McGivern. Co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek. You know, Scott, I don't know if you know this, but I know Mike Gregory. His, uh, his son, oh, Brian, know. and my son, Matthew, played on the same AAU basketball team together and oh, okay. got a chance to hang out with, with Mike and his family a little bit. And, uh, boy, he is, uh, he's been coaching Edgerton for a while. To football, just retired as their head football coach, been their baseball coach. I've uh, been part of that program for a long time, since 1989. And uh, interesting, doing a little background, I didn't realize that his father was a big-time uh, football coach and uh, really part of the culture at, at Edgerton. We're joined by Mike Gregory, head baseball coach at Edgerton. Mike, how you been? I'm great, Mike. Doing well. Man, it's good to talk to you. I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time, Mike. You know, the, the idea of today's show is to have some of the some of the winning coaches in the history of the state of Wisconsin when it comes to high school baseball to come on and, and just congratulate them and get a few minutes of their time to to see how they're doing. And, and with what's going on this year, you guys not being able to play, uh, I've asked every coach we've had on, how difficult a time has this been for you? Well, it's it's devastating for everybody involved. Uh, my heart really goes out for the, for the kids because this is a, you know, especially your seniors, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's not something that you can go back and redo uh, or get another, another chance. So it was just really, really difficult for them. You know, for myself personally, this is the first time I haven't been involved in baseball in 55 years. You know, wow. I started playing when I was six years old and, you know, played through, you know, all the way up through youth, high school, played four years of college, and then went straight into coaching. So uh, I, I'm bored to death. <laughs> I don't know what to, uh, what to do with myself here. Well, you can you can give Jim Stroman a call to find out, you know, how to do some fix-up projects around the house because, <laughs> yeah, he said, look, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I My wife tells me never to pick up a hammer and try any of that stuff around the house. So I don't know if uh, if you're being told that as well, Mike, but – Man, it's got to be difficult for you guys that have been around the game and, and you're so used to being on the baseball field, you know, this time of year not to have that available um, to you. What kind of team was Edgerton going to have this year? Oh, we were excited. We had a, we had a great group of seniors uh, mixed well with some of, our, some of our underclassmen. We'd actually been playing the last couple of years for this year. Um, oh, so it was it was pretty devastating. We were a little under the radar in our league because of some some people, but I think we had an opportunity to compete for a conference title. Uh, we had great pitching depth, and I think we could have made a, a pretty deep tournament run, but uh, but didn't get that chance. And that's uh, you know it's it's tough to take, but it's you understand you understand yeah. and, the circumstances and the decisions that were made, but it still it still hurts. Hey Mike Scott Holler here. Thanks again for being on the show. I uh, well, you know I gotta honor. say that. Yeah, no, that Rock Valley Conference, man, there's some, some really good coaches in, in that conference right now, some really good teams, and, and just some, some fantastic baseball. Now, is am I correct that conference has kind of been realigned fairly recently? Um, well, we used to be two divisions. Okay, uh, oh, so now you're all just one. A, and we combined to one, so it's a 10-team it's a okay. conference, and yeah. we play everybody you know home and home. And gotcha. it is every game's a dogfight. You know, you're going against Jefferson and Turner and Whitewater and us and Evansville. Yeah. Um, you know, those are are great, great programs, and yep. it, it it's a tough road, <laughs> no doubt yeah. about it. 
Yeah, I've gotten to know Jeff Close a little bit from Turner and, and Greg Featherston a little bit during this pandemic, just, you know, bouncing some things off them and, and seeing them in a couple of Zoom meetings and things here and there. And mm-hmm. obviously they all speak very highly of you as well. And uh, just just an imp- a really good baseball conference in the state of Wisconsin. Well, it, it, it's fun because, you know, everybody plays baseball the way it should be played. You right. know, you're talking class coaches and the, the yep. players, and you just go at each other tooth and nail and, you know, whoever wins, you shake hands afterwards, and you're still friends, but it's just a great, great baseball and great competition. Yeah. Uh, we were talking to Mike Gregory, head baseball coach at Edgerton. You know, Mike Scott had asked a couple of the guys earlier, um, how much baseball over the years has, has changed? And, and, and Tom O'Connell said, man, it's changed a lot. And he, he thought that the amount of clinics and what the WBCA does – um, as far as helping coaches at the high school level, has really helped develop the game of baseball, along with kids getting a chance to play a lot more baseball than maybe years ago. Uh, do you agree with with uh, with the amount of change and and how strong baseball is in the state of Wisconsin? Oh, absolutely. I, I look back to when I played. You know, practice was you took infield pitchers through, you took batting practice, one guy hit, everybody else was out in the field and. You know, and you went home, and you know you were lucky if you played 12 conference games, and then started started the tournament. You know, I look at now. You know, I've been going to clinics for, you know, for 30 plus years, and you know I've learned so much from Mark Fuller and Marty Paulson and and those guys, and how structured our practices have become. You know, how much different uh, as a result of that. I mean, we batting practice i used to think was the, the boringest thing in the world because the only person happy is the kid who's hitting and the kids right. on deck. And everybody else hated it. And now I don't think we ever repeat the same batting practice twice. You know, we've got different stations. You know, we've got batting cages that we, uh, you know, that we use in different games and competitions and situations we put on kids. And, you know, so it just practice just flies now. You know, and then the increased number of games, you know, that the, that the kids are playing. You know, I mean, we have such a short season, you know, in, in Wisconsin. Um you know, the indoors part, I know people say, you know, that, that's crazy playing indoors, but it gives us so much opportunity to, to work on fundamentals, you know, and break yep. things down so much more uh, than even when you're on the diamond and really build a solid base uh, base going forward. But the, the WBCA and the clinics and, you know, the people that I've, I've stolen information from and, and borrowed from, you know, I mentioned Mark Fuller, Marty Paulson, our practices would look a lot like theirs, um, yeah. just in ideas I got from them. Well, that's Mike, awesome. one of the things one of the th- you hit on one of the things that that I've said now um, and obviously it's only been a year but what I loved last year about spring baseball was that indoor time being able to you know utilize technology and then go into a classroom and, and break down the film or whatever and that was things when we were playing summer baseball we were playing so many games you know and then you're outside in the, in the 90 degrees in the heat you know you have to kind of debate you know what do you want to accomplish at practice so one of the things i've loved about spring baseball is all the coaching you know that we get to do uh in indoors before we get going well i think you, you, it's easier to get the kids attention mm-hmm. to to focus on a fundamental thing than when you're on a full diamond or you're outside you know sure. trying to trying to break things down you know they want to do more of the you know the full aspect part you know of a full right. infield and stuff where we can just break down step by step by step 
you know, and you've got your catcher's block and pitches. you got just so many different stations you can do with little things going on right. and, uh, you know, abuse your outfielders because that's the one thing you're limited to is what your outfielders yeah. can do. Right. So they, uh, they work a lot with our infielders, but, you know, I think it's really, uh, you know, a time where we can take a huge advantage of uh, here in Wisconsin. Yep. He is uh, Mike Gregory. Uh, he, a lot of hats. You know, he, he can be called uh, dad and, and husband and, and uh, coach. But the best hat I think he's wearing now, he's called a grandfather. He's a grandfather for the first time. A little one-year-old uh, granddaughter that he gets a chance to go up to Oshkosh and, and see. Hey, Mike, that's a whole different animal, isn't it, being a grandfather? i got four grandsons, so this is a, that's a whole different game, isn't it? Oh, it, it's it's amazing you know people always say how great it is but once you finally experience it there's there's nothing better that you know somebody that that small can just grab your heart that quickly know. and <laughs> you know you absolutely love them love them to death and <clears throat> i think you can enjoy it so much more in your own kids because you focus strictly on them you know when you have your own kids when you're younger you got so many other things going on and we go to see her, and she's got her attention the entire time we're there. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's I had amazing. A, and I told you this when we talked earlier in the week. had a guy in Faith in the Zone who had said, look, had I known how cool it was to be a grandfather to skip the parenthood thing altogether? Man, I, <laughs> I know exactly what he was talking about. Mike Gregory, 415 wins uh, and still going. Uh, he's the head baseball coach at Edgerton, retired as the head football coach there, uh, but still going with baseball, and I'm sure he's looking forward to, to getting back on the diamond. Mike, I really appreciate your time. It's so good to catch up with you again, and, and uh, my son had a lot of fun playing with your son on that AAU basketball team, and uh, they, they, they had some wins, and they traveled a little bit and uh, had a good time, so uh, it's good to talk to you again. Well, it's it's been my honor to, uh, to to be a part of this. You guys do a great job representing the the, the state, you know, baseball coaches association. And uh, I, like I said, I'm honored to honored to talk to you a little bit. Beautiful, thanks, thanks coach. Really appreciate it. Say hi to yeah, Vicky. Say hi. So to, say hi to Vicky. Say hi to Brian for me. Yeah, and same thing to to Matt. That was a that was a fun time and great experience. You know, when kids get to meet kids from other parts of the state and. You know, associate with them and you know bond together. That duty you thing, I, uh, I miss it, and I'd love to go back and do it all over again. Well, I remember, I remember Matthew saying, "Dad, all I got to do to get an alley oop to that Brian kid is get it anywhere near the hoop, because that kid can jump, man. He just gets up and finishes." So, you're, uh, you're, so, you're, your son made my son look pretty good there for a while. He is Mike Gregory, head baseball coach at Edgerton. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Scott Holler and I will wrap this show up. It's been a really good show. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Pick and Save. I think we're back. Welcome back to the Pick and Save High School Baseball Coaches Association show. Hey, um, I'll tell you, Scott, this has been a great show. We've got about two minutes, and, and I, that's why we like to keep the that last segment open in case we go long. And, and it's hard not to go long with guys like Mike Gregory and Rob Hamilton and Jim Hughes, Tom O'Connell, and Jim Stroman. When you're talking high school baseball, those are the guys. And what I walked away from this show um, really feeling good about, Scott, is these are guys that have been either in the game or around the game for a really long time. 
And it sounds to me like a young 24-year-old coach could call any of them right now yep. to talk about high school baseball. Yeah, and these are names, you hit it right on the head. When I first started going to the WBCA, and I mentioned this in an earlier show, like these are the guys that you were like, wow, I wish, I hope I can someday do it, not only the way they have done it and run their programs, but for the, the length of time they've done it. Um, and you're right, a lot of humility in this group. Yep. Any of these guys would, would take a phone call from a 24-year-old coach who's starting out and saying, hey, what's your favorite hitting drills? Why do you run this defensive play, et cetera? Awesome. Um, and they're just they're special guys. There's so many more just like them in this state, but these are definitely some of the legends of Wisconsin high school And we'll baseball. continue talking to some of these guys um, for the next uh, couple of shows. I, I just really enjoyed this today. Scott, thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate thank it. You, Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Thank you. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.